Hi, this is Jason from Two Dads with Hats. Today's episode is for all you dog lovers out there. You know who you are. The ones who truly understand unconditional love. Brandon and I sit down to learn about life, love, and the pursuit of posh with our friend Carrie. Here we go with episode 41 of Two Dads with Hats. Enjoy. Ready, Freddy? Oh boy, we got some heavy editing here. Heavy editing. Give me something to say and I'll say it. Let's do this thing. The Great Lakes. Welcome to Two Dads with Hats with your hosts, Jason and Brandon. Hey, Brandon. How you doing this morning, man? Oh, man. I am back on the left coast. We have a special one for you today. We have a, my fellow rap partner for uh-huh. the lip sync battle. All the way from the East Coast. We're covering Merca today. Left coast to East Coast, man. C to the A to the R to the Izzle. <laughs> that's probably not the first time she's heard that. <laughs> that's definitely West Coast. That's like that's, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's... that's By the way, I want to send a shout out to our 30 minutes up the road. Yeah. Yeah, he is 30 minutes from you. Well, good morning, that's Carrie. Fun. We have CA Hello. in the PA. That was clever. Well, yes, good morning, Carrie. This is a long time coming. I think this is... We're in the 40s now. This is like the 41st episode, maybe? Yeah, it should be. It should be. This is pretty incredible. We have nature happening out here, man. We got uh, birds? birds and dogs and cats and lions. Oh, my. It's relaxing, actually. We, we have nature over here, too. I hear ambulances and gunshots over there. <laughs> ambulances and gunshots. So, Carrie yeah. lives in Pittsburgh, and, and she is, uh, she's a techie nerd like us, except cool, right? Yeah, she works in IT, right? Yeah. Person. I saw a picture of the building that you work in yesterday. Yes, the Cathedral of Learning. Are we going past it today in our travels? No. No. I mean, okay. we probably could. Go to your work on your off day? I can hear my voice echoing off of her brand new fence. Well, brand new fence meaning Carrie's in a new place? Yeah, I moved. Whoa. Downsized. Down mean right sized. Right sized. I'm all right. by myself now. There's our duet for that was great. <laughs> we may be asked to like do the halftime show at the Super Bowl, Jason. Just someday. I think so. We get a lot of viewers. Mm-hmm. We have millions <laughs> more than we have now. Yes. So you moved. Wait, why why did you move? Can I ask? You can ask. So my daughter Lily. Went off to college last year. Wait, is that like a calla lily? Or a water lily? A water? You said it in one syllable. <laughs> That's awesome. lily. Just my lily. Your lily. Your lily. So she's an hour and a half away. What? Here she is. So the house was just too big, and I was all by myself. So I decided to sell it and move and get something smaller, less expensive. And closer to work. Oh, that sounds awesome. How far did you have to move, by the way? Um, I'm about a half an hour away from where I was, but a half hour closer to work. So I was driving like over an hour, well, maybe an hour a day to work each way. So now it's like a half hour. So I get an hour of my life back. So that's nice. 
an hour a day, five hours a week. Yeah. That's a lot of time. 50 hours a, a year. Yeah. Okay, he's doing math. 250 hours of a year back. I know, it's great. What is that, that sounds in, like it's worth it. Yeah, what is that in Pittsburgh yet? 250 hours, that's like a couple of national championships. I know. Uh, a Terry Bradshaw. Stanley Cup or two. They do uh, win at their sports over here, they're pretty they good. Cup with Joe. Yeah, so it's nice, I'm getting used to it. It's very different. Much less space, but and making you, it work. And now you have your own fence. You built yes. a new fence for your dog. I just got a fence for my dog. It was an expensive present for my dog, but it's lovely. Now, speaking of dogs, I know you, you're you you're a, a big animal person, right? Jason, can you bet that uh, Carrie's a big animal person? Yeah, uh, I can confirm here. There's no denying that Carrie it absolutely loves her dog, Xena, and Xena loves her human. Yes. And I, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, but this today I discovered this is a great example of, uh, of a dog's unconditional love for their human. And that's absolutely what we see here. And I want to touch on that. You notice I'm not a dog owner. I did. <laughs> you noticed immediately. You even went as far to say I'm not a dog person. I think that's not necessarily true. I'm not, I don't own a dog. I've never had my own dog. So you didn't grow up with a dog, so I didn't that grow might up. factor into it. Yeah. But you've been a dog person your entire life? Yeah, I've always had a dog. I've always had Dobermans. Oh. What what kind of dog is Xena? A Doberman. A Doberman. So <laughs> I I'll take things you can Google for 500, Alex. I mean, that I should know. I could take a picture and say, what kind of dog is this? Yeah. But the thing is, it's so interesting. You talk about unconditional love. I know that I first learned about that when my kids were born. Now, your daughter was born quite a quite a while longer ago. You know, 20, she's in, 20 years ago. She's in college. Yeah. Um, that's why I was kind of interested to ask you to share your story about this, where you know now your, your daughter's off to college, you have yes. empty house. I don't want to call it empty nest syndrome. I don't like that term. <laughs> but in a, you know, it's got a little bit of freedom. It's kind of nice. You have freedom. You have, <laughs> but you, you're faced with this challenge, you know, that you had, you decided to downtime, downsize. Yes. You decided to downsize. And you found that the benefit of that is that you you all of a sudden grab more time out of your day, month, week, year. That's incredible. Yes, I do have more time. And I'm closer to Pittsburgh, so I made it a goal to try to go out more. Because, you know, when you live an hour away, mm -hmm. after you drive an hour home from work, you don't really feel like driving an hour back. Because you have to go home to, like, let the dog out. So, you know, you have, you have parent dog-parent responsibilities, so you can't just go out after work like two hours because you know your dog needs food and not only to go outside. needs food and to go outside but I heard that your dog just sits there and waits for you to come home she all does long, it's, right? it's very nice to come home and like she just waits for me like she runs to the door she knows when I get home and I get my kisses and she says hello and then follows me everywhere I love my baby I mean both of them you know and I have a cat too he's not friendly so so dogs and cats can get along? It's like mass I mean, hysteria, they, Brandon. I guess they can get along. <laughs> I would call it more tolerating each other. Oh, uh, I can see the cat like being very disdainful, like, you know, looking down from his... He's just never been a very friendly cat, ever. Have there ever been friendly cats? I mean, come on. I think there are out there, just I don't... Never had one. He's a black cat. Like, his favorite holiday is coming up. I don't even dress him up. Just fits right in. 
around the holiday type of theme, uh, you're actually running a small business now, aren't you, on the side? Yes, because I have time. Well, now you have more time per week, I per do. week, per month. 250 hours per year, I mean. It's different than what I do during the day, so it's kind of like fun to me because it's more creative. Like It's like a creative outlet for me. We all need a creative outlet. You know, that's important. I, I met some people yesterday on the plane and in the airport, and I asked I asked them, you know, are you into music, are you into art? And I think the better question is, what's your creative outlet? I like that, Brandon. We do all need a creative outlet. Let's, let's try that. Hey, uh, Jason, what you, let's ask Carrie, what's your creative outlet? <laughs> that sounds, okay, maybe it doesn't sound very good when you say it that way, or does it? Is it, we'll, is that a good try it we'll try it differently then. Um, so, Carrie, um, what's your creative outlet? How's that? Maybe if I put the accent on different words. Hmm. Your creative outlet is to help people shine. Help people shine with soaps and lotions. Quite literally, they shine. <laughs> and then figuratively, they're happier. So they shine. Yes. They shine bright like a Carrie. <laughs> it smells delicious. Oh, is this a scratch and sniff show? You're going to be able to get your first posh shower. I'm doing a posh, posh shower stuff. today? Is that what's happening? Yeah. What does that mean? What's it's because all my stuff's my posh stuff. It all smells Oh, wonderful. all the samples. It's like, um, it's like going to a spa every day. Mm -hmm. You might want to open the door. She'll bark the whole okay, time. I got to get, get Zena out. She I gets jealous. Zena, quiet. <laughs> Zena, was this your princess? Hmm, my warrior princess. Uh -oh. Doggy barking back. That's my life too. Dog barking. Capital wow, that sounds fun. And when you have a dog, you gotta like accept that like things you like are just gonna be ruined. See, that's part of it. You know, there's oh, not only not only is it as a, as a huge responsibility. Zimmer. Because you always have to be home, and you can't. Stop. You know, so for example, if you work eleven-hour days, that's gonna be a problem. If you travel, that's going to be a problem. Yes. If you I mean, have if events you, after work. If you travel, it's just going to be more expensive. Yeah, I mean, these are all things. But then you mentioned you have to just expect that all your stuff is ruined. Now, I think that that's a good thing in the long run, but you have to eventually get there. It, it plays into the minimalism. Mm, the makes minimalist. you cry sometimes. He, are you crying over there, sir? Oh, no. I was just imagining, like, um, all the stuff in the world that's that uh, you can get rid of if you just had a, a dog that ruined everything, you know? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but I think the key but they're just things. You can replace them. Uh, see, that's the thing is you're, you're rebuying, you're consuming more as opposed to really minimalizing. So it's the I opposite. Mean, it's like you buy a brand new bedspread for your brand new bed and your brand new house. And your and dog. Then it's gone a week later. You buy a new one. So yeah. <laughs> That sounds like that's a great financial choice and planning there. Yeah, I mean, you should set a little, aside a little extra money for unexpected dog chewing expenses. A lot of extra money, yeah. Yeah, this is interesting, Brandon, because of the whole Cujo reference from episode two or three or whatever that was. I think episode three. Yeah, I don't think it's, um, you know, Carrie is like trying to, uh, you know, kind of take advantage of your fear of attack dogs yes she would call that poetic justice well i, mean, I would say maybe empathy is one of carrie's top he might have given into like a puppy kiss 
one so far? No, I, I absolutely, I resisted. And uh, Zena, I said, just let it happen. Zena wasn't happening. <laughs> you two are going to demonstrate a puppy kiss on air? <laughs> well, yeah, look, she's, she's right there. I don't know if you can see, but uh, this is... So you're letting your dog lick your face there. It's not okay, it's yeah. Fine. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Dog owners are in love care. with their dog, and their dogs are in love with them. It's unconditional love, what? man. It's like, I don't know, dogs are just as many germs as humans, so whatever. Hmm. That's a good point. That's true. I mean, it's just a cultural thing, right, Carrie? Because some people are okay with it because dogs are just like humans, and other cultures are dogs are animals, and they can... um you know use them as animals oh yeah i see where you're going with that brandon <laughs> asia now, do you um do you posh up uh xena as well yes i actually do i put lotion and stuff on her she's a co-star from your show right you're like you do a lot of yeah, live she's video my, she's my sidekick she helps me more because she won't leave me alone so she has to but <laughs> Um, Zena, do you have anything to offer? You know, you were pretty vocal before, so do you have any, uh, <laughs> do you see her in the frame right now? No, she's, um, we could, we were, yeah, we got, we were able to, oh, there we go. She was licking Carrie's face. <laughs> I was getting kisses. Can you, can you have her do that again so we can, we can capture a good screenshot whenever we need to? Zena. More Zena. doggy kisses? Zena. Kisses. Zena. Zena. Just give the really oh, there it is. Um, she knows what kisses are. There we go, and she's off to see the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> she's gone all of a sudden. So, do we have time for one last thing that we talk about? Yes, we do. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna do the Steve look. <laughs> see, I didn't even say one last thing, I said one last thing that we talk about. He does that look a lot, you know, he's just like. It's the million dollar look. It's kind of like the Derek Zoolander, you know, the look. And his mouth is open and he's just like, you just let that dog lick your face. <laughs> you know, that is something that Steve would say. When we get him on the show, we're going to have to bring this this clip back. Yes, I feel, I feel like neither of you had dogs growing up. I'm assuming, Brandon, you did not have a dog growing up? Five, at least five. Are you scared of your dogs licking your face? No, but we lived in a rural area. Dogs were working animals. Yeah. Hmm. We didn't foo-foo dogs. You didn't like have them as pets. Not, not, not uh, like people not, do today. Not like I have a pet dog. Like no. she doesn't. Pets are function. Or dogs, dogs are functional. So. See, I don't. I still don't view Xena as a pet relationship. I think like she is a love connection. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I. Cue not the song. Not in a creepy way. No, I mean, this is the show we wanted to have. This is the love, one of the loves of your life. Your daughter, your dog, dog. and your wine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, you know, Brandon, last night we uh, learned something very interesting. When we were leaving the, uh, the hockey game downtown, there was a dog going crazy, running all over the place. And I think it was the owner was trying to get money. Yeah. Right? You were trying to do tricks for money. Carrie, we've talked about that before. There's other ways to pay your mortgage. <laughs> well, this, but then we saw this other dog who was sitting there, uh, very calm and behaved, well, well behaved. behaved. And we had a conversation with the gentleman. Do you want to talk about what we learned? He, his dog is was trained to. Um, he was a bomb dog. Bomb sniffing dog. Bomb sniffing dog. So that's why he was there to, you know, make sure there wasn't bombs. They, um, 
can train your dog for scents, certain scents. So this is a police dog, I guess. Sort of. It was an outside outsourced contractor. Like outsourced, yeah. It was the yeah. first time I've ever seen that. Security contractor. Yeah, I just always assumed police dogs did that. Yeah, so he trains his dog with scents and like hiding stuff. Yeah. And when the dog finds it, they get a reward, and that's how they you know to look for it. They basically said, we asked the gentleman, and he explained the process on how do you train this dog to eventually sniff bombs, which is really fascinating. Have you ever heard of that, or do you know what that process looked like, Brian? Well, you're trying to get them to detect certain scents, like of explosives, essentially. He said black powder he used, some kind of black powder. I guess that would work with a bomb that uses that. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I say, I mean, it's... Basically, they're they're training them for the scent of whatever it is. It's it's the same, it's the same thing with drug sniffing dogs. So, you know, they're training them for the specific scents of what it is. They have classes, like there's one where I um took my dog to be trained for. They have scent like, nose work classes. Is that how she is certified as a posh co-host? <laughs> I think so, yeah. You, you <laughs> definitely want to see whenever she's... There's a, a tedious selection process. But Brandon, I thought it was really fascinating. He said, you know, so when this dog's a puppy, he starts with tennis balls and just simple games. Mm -hmm. And then he explained the, the process where you, introduce, you reduce the amount of using tennis balls and you reintroduce the target. So in this case, it was explosives. Right? And they used different kinds. But it was very fascinating to me to learn how they train these professional workers. You know, like you mentioned, these dogs are trained for a very specific purpose, a very valuable purpose, leveraging their strengths of enhanced sense of smell and loyalty and all, all the good things that come from- Guard dogs. From the canine uh, species. But what's, what's fascinating is there's a lot of these things that translate over to us humans too, on how we focus our training, how we leverage our strengths. Maybe that's a stretch, Brandon. I don't know, but well, yeah. I mean, so Carrie, uh, you probably do it as well in any type of work environment where either you're training people or being trained is start with something basic, right? They don't come in and say, "Here's the most complicated one." They start with the basics, right? Yes. So, for instance, you could when we finish, you could start with Jason with the basics of here's the courage. Yes, I think there's going to be a training session on that. There should be. We'll walk in the kitchen and see if there's any coffee that's made. If not, then we're going to have to train. If you, when you succeed, Mr. Penguins, hat, um, then you can get a doggy lick from. I don't know you if that's get, a reward. You I mean, get a <laughs> kisses is a reward. Well, I don't know. You gotta learn to love it. Guys, I have to learn to love it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You'll love it, trust me. Well, like it's time to wrap it up. That's the Dave Coulier cut it out. Now, what's the sign language for wrap it up? It seems like the Macarena. It's pretty close to the Macarena, sir. <laughs> you know, last week's show, Brandon put on a hat. I don't think I've ever seen Brandon in a hat. No one has, except for last week. It was I'll incredible. Give a little sneak peek. I don't know. It doesn't work that way, Carrie. You don't know me that well. So... <laughs> <laughs> no doggy kisses for me. <laughs> awesome. Well, you, you kids have a great time there with the sun's up. Yes. The sun is up. It's like it mid-sky now. It's still dark by you. Come visit me sometime. Did. You didn't. Uh, okay. So Jason can look at the pictures of me in Pittsburgh and me with Carrie there and then determine 
whether I photoshopped it all or Carrie already forgot. Oh no! Yeah, she's talking about her house. You see, she has this fence. It's pretty. It's very nice. Am I show you the fence? Can I show the fence? Yeah. Real quick. I don't know if you can see it. This is the beautiful. view from the porch and the beautiful brand new fence. Beautiful. I didn't know people had so many fences back there. I thought it was more fence free. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends. Like, if you have dogs, I guess. Where I, lived, dogs. where I lived before my last house, nobody had fences because the layout. But it's pretty common here. So the houses are closer together. It's a little more privacy. And I don't want my dog to get hit by cars and she needs to run. So. Well, maybe she just wants to kiss the car. <laughs> that would be bad. Well, let's wrap this up. Thank you guys for joining. So midday there. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was much later here on the East Coast. And I recognize it's exactly the same time for you on the left coast. Always the same time. Always the same time. It's always lovely to see you, especially first thing in the morning. My, my day's so much better now. Aw, thank you. That's my doggy kisses for you. We'll calm it. Carrie, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Be warm. I don't want Lots of Halloween stuff. Oh, yes, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ooh, spooky. That's scary. I'm scared now. <laughs> I guess I have to figure out an outfit to wear by. I have to have, I have to have an outfit in the next 11 hours so I can go to the Halloween parties tonight tomorrow. Mm. Usually they involve shorts. I, I actually thought that your outfit today reminded me of uh, Back to the Future. You know, mm. that shirt uh, is something similar to like Doc Brown, you know? Maybe I can find, I do have the welder's goggles and um, yeah. although my, I think my lab coat got ripped after using it for many years. So otherwise I can do the whole great Scott. You know. That's right. I feel like I've seen that before. Have you done that for Halloween before? Um, I've done it with my kids. So Okay. Oh, for the uh, the special event where they had yeah. a Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future in the park. In the park. Yeah. yeah. You can see pictures. My daughter was the Save the Clock Tower lady. She raised like 37 bucks from people in the park. I'm like, no, 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 it's not real. <laughs> Save the clock tower. <laughs> a little flyer and her outfit. And she was a little can. She was shaking there. <laughs> My son was going up to random, uh, random moms in that singles group and said, Lorraine, you are my density. I mean, my destiny. So this you is like seven dollars and two phone numbers out of it. Yeah. All right, you guys have a good day. All right, thank you. Have a lovely work day. Great to see lovely you, man. Weekend. Oh, thank you. You guys have a howling good time. Oh, have a frightfully good weekend. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> oh, good Bye, to guys. Why is it so cold there? I have. <laughs> you know, that's a great question, sir. After after your experiences the last couple of year or couple of days, I mean, couple of weeks. This is definitely a change of temperature, and this one is cold. It's chilly. I think it's beautiful. I'm I'm happy, Brandon. I don't know if you would be able to move. Like you would, so you would be like relative uh, absolute zero.
<clears throat> where the helicopter blade stops spinning and all, like that terrible movie. Oh, it would be, it'd be no bueno. No bueno, see. All right, this is awesome. You guys are freezing. I am well, full. I posted a video for you guys last night. Oh. A video? What? Yeah. Did you guys see my video online? It, it shows the bitter coldness of the left coast right now. It was a sunset sure of the beach. I'm sure it's so cold there. Is it like, what, 60, 70? It was 90 yesterday. <laughs> so cold. You know, Alexa can't hear us right now. She is in the other room, though. Oh, she can always hear you. Make no <laughs> doubt about that. She is watching. <laughs> she is recording you. She is always information on to the NSA. Awesome. Well, I think as we'll, we'll end, and I will. Uh, no, just kidding. Only one show only.